0: Welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally through the lens of an occupational therapist OT standing not just for occupational therapy but also overtime talk, doing this not just part of our day job but hopefully we could talk together how we can make our lives more functional, independent and occupational and OT also standing for on target, hopefully topics that reach out to you and connect to you. I want to talk about for the love of Shabbat. Shabbat the Sabbath, the Jewish Shabbos is my favorite time of the entire week it is a centerpiece of Jewish life and it makes the entire week so much more meaningful. If you've never heard of Shabbat, you've never heard of Sabbath, it's basically one of the major, major elements of the religious life of the Jew, of a Jewish life. According to the Talmud, which is our Our oral tradition, which was written down many, 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 many centuries ago so it wouldn't be lost. This is equal to all of our other commandments. We have 613 commandments that help us live a life that is infused with meaning and purpose and to help the world and help those around us. So many of the laws in our lives are for justice for people, social justice, taking care of the poor, taking care of the widows, the orphans, taking care of the people that don't have money, people that need help training us and teaching us to be good-hearted individuals, to have a lave tov, a good heart. But Shabbat, Shabbos is so central to Jewish life that Shomer Shabbat is synonymous with religious Jew. We're talking to you also with the hub of Chabad.org, an amazing, wonderful outreach organization in Jewish life where they go around the world sending out messengers to bring the Jewish spark of light around the world. And their website is no less amazing. It's a day of rest that begins Friday at sunset, ends the following evening at, light, at nightfall. It's 25 hours of amazingness. We turn off our phones, no electricity, no kindling of fires. We figure out ways how to do that. We light the candles. We bring in the beautiful, beautiful sub- Sabbath. God himself created the worlds in six days and rested on the seven. That's the fundamental aspect of the beginning of the Torah, the Bible, where we have the five books of Moses and the other 24 books of the, the canon that's in Jewish life the 24 books, meaning the five books of Moses and then the prophets, including Joshua, Yehoshua and and going on to Shoftim, the judges who was like a pseudo type of a ruler and then it transitions on to the actual kings including... You know, we go from Yeshua's Shoftim, we go to Malachim Aleph and Bet, Kings 1 and 2, where we'd see Saul and David and Solomon and the successors when they break off into the, the Jewish rulers in the north of the ten tribes and then the the Davidic kings in the south, sort of central south of, of uh, David and Binyamin, And they had the other rulers that, that came from David and Solomon. And then we have the books after that where we go into, you know, M'lachem, Shmuel Alf and Shmuel Bed excuse me, and then Malacham Alf M'lachem Bet, and then we have Yeshayur Yecheskel, the different prophets talking about prophecies that were applicable then and for the future. And then after that there's the Treyf, sorry, the twelve minor prophets, and then the, the books of the writings like Megillus Esther, the scroll relating to Purim, and the scroll relating to Lamentations and Song of Songs and and all those wonderful proverbs, and also Kohelas, which is Eclastius, which is very hard for me to say, and different books. But those are the 24 books. Then we have, of course, the oral tradition of the Talmud, which expands on the written Bible. And we have many commentaries, many Jewish books. But amongst all that, central to our faith, central to our life, central to our week is the Sabbath. God worked for six days and rested on the seventh. That was Menucha, rest, which would not allow for creativity without that. This was one of the fundamental things we were were taught about when we left Egypt, when we were taken out of Egypt, which is also a central theme of Passover coming up and in general. And this is a, a very, very, very fundamental basis to our life. No work is allowed. No fires is allowed. There's so much amazingness about it. Sabbath is considered a queen whose regal presence graces every Jewish home for the duration of the Sabbath day. We get ready. We shower. We, we anticipate greeting the Sabbath queen. We dress in the suits and nice clothing. We make sure our homes are in tip-top shape. Friday afternoon for me, since there's a lot of juggling going on, very difficult to get everything perfect. If it was a perfect world, I would, I would mop and I would vacuum. A lot of times I just have to use the broom and dustpan and do as best I can. To get things done but we definitely get the kids ready and we make special food on wednesday thursday and friday um, into anticipation of the sab- sabbath and we make sure to rest and to honor the sabbath we don't do much what we do do is we honor the day we sanctify the day we have special food we have grape juice some people have wine and we we have special um attire we have the special white tablecloth and the candles that burn on friday night and we we basically rest and we pray and we sing we talk words of torah words of infusing our lives with meaning and we have beautiful food and and we're able to rest and we we sit and my wife and i lots of times friday night read our jewish novels next to each other which is probably the highlight the pinnacle the pinnacle of the entire existence of the week it is so special that we call it a delight, we call it a wonderful thing. It is so special that what we do with our words, our comportment, and the items we use should be consistent with the day. That's why we don't handle things muxa. We try not to touch any devices that were not set aside for the Sabbath, especially electronic devices and the like. We set our alarms beforehand and make sure to disable the front and back door in our house. We turn off the internet for the Sabbath. We disable the phones. And we, we make things prepared. We don't light fires on the Shabbos, but the sages declared that we should have candles lit before the Sabbath, ushering in the Sabbath. Bringing in the Sabbath, it should be lit at least eighteen minutes before sunset. Where the Sabbath meals take place, of course, our house is structured that we have the living room in the front room, and there's a bathroom over there opposite the front door. Then you walk through the living room, then we have our dining room sideways, and you walk through the dining room. You come to our kitchen, which is like a square, which we built in. we've talked a lot about the kitchen in the past. That we were meritorious, thank God, with a lot of help to update. It was major needed of updates, so we have. Two-thirds of it is the meat counters and one-third is the dairy counters. The oven is primarily meat. The toaster slash microwave oven, which functions as an oven and a microwave on top, is mostly dairy. And then we have two sinks. The left side is is the meat. The right side is the dairy. And we have dishes to go with that, pots and pans to go with that. Of course, Sabbath, mostly meat foods. I make a special chicken soup. A lot of times I'm special chillin' which is a basic conglomeration where we throw in quinoa, we throw in potatoes, we throw in meat, we throw in onions, and we throw in potatoes, and we put in a lot of spices, chili powder, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, salt, pepper... Ketchup and mustard, and I always, I always can eyeball how much it needs. I, I usually put it up on Friday morning. We let it, we let it cook out on low until Sabbath morning, mid, mid to late morning, and it usually has this beautiful smell that ushers in the Sabbath for us. It's a wonderful, wonderful smell, a wonderful experience. And then besides the soup and the chillant a lot of times I'll make what's called a kugel, which is kind of like a pie and it's usually butternut. I used to make it in an intense way now with lack of time. I take a frozen butternut package and I put it in a pan and I put some sugar and, and cinnamon on it and I let it bake for like 45 minutes and that comes into like a nice consistency. Then I'll put in cauliflower a lot of times. My new thing is to do rice vinegar, to do lemon and to do soy sauce, combine it. It's a very tangy, yummy taste. And then I'll do peas and carrots with a towel dressing, maybe, and bake that for an hour each. Broccoli, I'll put on those similar spices also, in olive oil with the chili, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, and the salt and the pepper. That's another thing we make a lot of times for Sabbath. And then we also make the chicken nuggets a lot of times. And besides that, I might cut up potatoes into slips, strips, and make it into our own homemade french fries, bake that for an hour. Or at least a half hour to an hour, putting that with onion powder, garlic powder, salt and pepper. That's like our homemade fries. And it's basically Mr. T's takeout. We call the kitchen Mr. T's takeout, basically. And that's what we do for a Sabbath. But Sabbath is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. A wonderful, wonderful thing. And the the flow of the day after we get the stuff, the food ready and we like to have our sparkling grape juice it's a wonderful enhancement to the day and when we read on friday night when we put the kids to bed we have our i have my candy like the sour belts the sour sticks or whatever and the pomegranate seeds usually and that's the ultimate zenith of the entire week it recharges our batteries pun intended without real batteries or electronics it recharges our spiritual batteries we pray we eat At the Sabbath table after we sing a little bit and then we we wash our hands and we make a blessing on the bread, which is reminiscent and cognizant of the, the manna, the special food that God provided us in the desert those 40 years after we left Egypt, before we came to the land of Israel, centuries, centuries, centuries ago. We have the special bread, and then we have fish, the gefilte fish, which is a lot of types of fish in one, with the horseradish. I just found this amazing spicy horseradish. I love this white horseradish. And then we'll have the soup, and then we say something on the Bible portion of the week. We do a portion every week for the whole year, finishing the five books of Moses every year. And then we sing a little bit and and we we just enjoy the children on the sabbath and we every day but especially on the sabbath we focus on family we focus on nourishing our spiritual selves bringing that into the week after we go through that we usually go and we talk about What we do the next day, then we pray in the morning. And then after that, we do the chon, which is really yummy. The kids play in the afternoon. We read a little bit. Three o'clock, we do what's called Shabbos party. We give them a little treat, maybe a fruit, maybe some sorbet, chocolate sorbet, maybe some chips or whatnot. And then the final meal. And before you know it, the Sabbath is over. Unfortunately, it doesn't last as long as it should. We wish it was all week. We pray for the day when the Messiah, Mashiach, comes and, and uplifts the whole world and brings the third temple. And the whole world is in peace and the whole every week will feel like sabbath but unfortunately could only explain to you a little bit how much i love the sabbath for the love of sabbath a beautiful 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 experience we should all be zoha to fully and merit to fully appreciate that in your own lives though you should do what you can to not only nourish the physical self but to take care of your spiritual self to take care of your religiosity your spirituality doesn't have to be religion per se, but at least on the way to infuse yourself with your sense of whole, your mind, your spirit, your body. For me, that's nourished in the Jewish way, the Judaic way. It's an amazing, amazing way to live life. We have a guidebook, the Torah, the Bible, that shows us how to live every single aspect of our life, how to uplift everyone and everything around us, making the world into a much better place, making ourselves into a much better place. For the love of Shabbos, for the love of Sabbath, my life feels much more functional much more occupational, especially when I live for the Sabbath, learn for the Sabbath, and yearn for the Sabbath. And, of course, the whole week should be geared towards the Sabbath. The sages explain in the Talmud, every day you should look forward to the Sabbath, and you should think about the Sabbath. We already think what we're going to order for the week. Monday night, we put in the order to our local supermarket. They accept the email, and they deliver it usually on Wednesday, so I'm already tasting Shabbos, Sabbath a little bit. I used to cook Wednesday, Thursday when working in person. Now, more likely, I do it on Friday. But we get the materials early in the week thinking about Sabbath, keeping it in our minds. For the love of Shabbos, hopefully in your own life you could put something to infuse some spirituality to amp up your spirit and your own sense of self in your own lives. Join us next time as we continue talking for the love of things here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.